Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awful, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 146 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. I'm back. All the way back from Arizona and from the dead. <laughs> Come again? I, I, I thought I was dying, for real, this time. Did you get something stuck in your throat? No, I, I, this is like the third or fourth time this has happened where I take a vacation where I actually fly somewhere and I get home and either at the, at the airport when I get off the plane after returning or the following day I get like crazy sick, like a horrible swine bird flu. I don't even know. Well, I can tell you right now what happens. Yeah. It's the regurgitated air in the air, in the airplane. No, well, not only that, circulated, but not only that, but. That a lot of people are going on those airplanes. They're not all getting sick, but it's you. You live in this. You go to work and you come back to this house. You're you're in this. Uh, and it's you're in your sanctuary a, here. You've wiped it down. Uh, you've made light. it searchy light approved, and so you sit here in your own uh, ecosystem. Uh, so you go out and you're exposed. So. Me, barely ever wash my hands. Barely ever get sick. That's not true at all because your kids are always sick. All the time. Yeah, they wash their hands. They shouldn't. They keep telling them. <laughs> no, I didn't. The reason is, is I didn't take my flu shot. I already told you this, and I heard you kind of, you kind of uh, crapped or, or poo pooed the idea a little bit of what of of the flu shot on your solo podcast. No, I'm just saying like you don't do it because unless somebody tells you to do it. I'm telling you, I just to don't do care it. enough to do it. You should. You would yeah. if, the, if, well, what, if one what of us ha- has an immune system that's working pretty well, and the other can't go outside without getting burned. I flu. never get sick. In fact, I got an award for perfect um, attendance last year. Pretty sure you, but okay, all right. Other than just now, right? Other than just now, so and every and other time is, you go in public, I constantly have flu shots, and not constantly, but like every year, <laughs> every, every week, Friday, yeah. it's flu shot Friday. Man, I got off the. Uh, I'll backtrack a little bit, but I got off the plane and I was like, man, I'm feeling. Good. Usually, I'll take. When I go somewhere, I'll take an extra vacation day before I return to work at home. What about everybody else in the family? Totally fine. Everyone took. Everyone got a flu shot. Everyone's totally fine. How often do they leave the house? All the time. They have school. See? I have work. Same thing. Okay. My kids are in sports and after school. Your kids are exposed to tons of other kids. Sure. Oh, they get all that. Their little immune systems are kicking. I agree. It was disgusting children who got me sick. There's no doubt about it. Whether they coughed in the airplane. There's a lot of old people in Arizona, right? No, Arizona's filled with young, beautiful people. Don't you? Well, yeah, but also like Florida, right? Don't no, you go to Florida's Arizona, Florida to die? No, yeah. I don't know. Well, not where I was in Arizona. I'm telling you that. I've only been there once and there was tons of beautiful if people. There I'll is, agree with you, but there's also old people. I, w- I was talking to a buddy of mine and, and he said, out of the 40 hottest chicks I've ever seen, 39 of them live in Arizona. Really? And that's no doubt. Yeah. I spent two days there and and. I didn't see a lot of ugly people. I can no. tell you that. That's it was crazy. Sure. I felt real bad about myself the whole time. I, was I happened to go there and stay at a hotel right when um, Arizona State University was doing like the uh, freshman orientation. So I was like. That's in Tempe, I think. What's that? Arizona State. 
what the hell's in Phoenix? I don't know. I don't know that they have a. It's right next to it. Well, it so also, everything know. said ASU. Yeah, well, I mean, it's close enough. I think all those cities are. My sister's probably pulling her hair out like, no, you're both wrong. No, not, not Arizona State. Anyway. So they wouldn't come to Phoenix to. Yeah, they would. It's right next door. To so Tempe. then what the hell are you talking about? I said this. That I said that it's in Tempe. Okay. Which is probably close to Phoenix, yeah. right? Yeah. You said, well, then what's in Phoenix? Like ASU had to have been in Phoenix. I thought you were bringing it up like, no, that couldn't have been Arizona State because that's not a Phoenix. No, what I'm saying is this Arizona State is in Tempe, Arizona, which is next to Phoenix. Okay, All thanks right. for adding that. All right. All right, good. I, I was okay. confused okay. what you were saying. All right, anyway, no, gotcha. Um, this isn't a benevation, a devovation, or anything like that, but I'm, I think I'm ready to to don the, the mask on a plane. Really? I, I have no other choice. Like the SARS mask? Yeah. No, the scream mask. Yeah, the SARS mask. <laughs> the cloud mask everywhere you go? Weird. I, I, you can wear the Bane mask, but like, screw it. I feel like uh, that's... First Don't of all, do it. Don't pe- do it. Pe- first of all, people will not even attempt to engage in a conversation with you. That's a good. That's a good upside for sure. Because you know, it used to be you put the headphones on and people would like be like, "Oh, he must be listening." But now everybody's onto that already. Right. So they go like, "Yeah, he's just got the headphones in," or they're probably low enough to where he could see me talking. If you've got a mask on, one of two things: people assume that you have something that you don't want to pass to other people, or yeah. you're so sickly. That they don't want to talk to or you. Or you're planning on doing dental work right there in the seat. <laughs> or you're one of these like super douches that are afraid of getting sick and they're just like, I don't want to talk to that kind of guy anyway. Which would be right. the closest to accurate <laughs> right. as possible. Well, you know what? You might get lucky and get more elbow room too because people just be like, I'll just I, well, I'll I, take the next seat. You know? It's funny because they had a, this guy gets on the plane. And now the plane is completely packed. There's like five or six people at the very end of the line and they're going... Uh, yeah, this is a full flight, so uh, the first seat you see... And you see five people walk to the back of the plane, and then they start walking back to the front of the plane. They don't... So there's people that are sitting, uh, you know, it's a row of three. I don't know if you've ever... Have you been on a plane? Yes. Okay, well, you never know with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But there's... So there's somebody sitting on the outside and somebody sitting on the window, and usually people will leave that gap in the middle hoping that they'll you know it won't be a full flight yeah and the people that are going down the aisle are making their choice as to where they want to sit and they're going and they're and then why don't they just give you a sign but then they get to the terrible. back of the plane and they're like now i gotta go back through this again right because there's five other people behind me so i had to laugh because i'm thinking what i'm so crazy i have to be the first person in line and when you fly with kids you get right after the a group uh family boarding six and under gets to board and then the b group so I'm terrified for when my daughter. I have to go to Disney before she turns six because I will not stand in any kind of line. And then you know. I would want to be uh, assigned seats and the last one on the plane. You know why? Because that's the last time I'm sitting in that plane. I want to spend the most maximum time messing around, uh, drinking. Well, a I mean, if it, was a, to, it used know. to be assigned seats. Yeah, you know, it used to it used to be that way. I, I bet don't know certain why. planes are still. I bet certain airlines still do. They can't all be just buses, right? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But but I had to like if you go on Spirit Airlines or whatever, that's probably going to be the cheapest one's probably going to be 
not not assigned and just you know. I just but I have to think to myself like how the guy that's the last guy to get on the plane like it would make me so anxious to be like because they might bump you if it's a full flight they you know yeah it's almost like yeah you ever seen that that Seinfeld episode where they go and get the rental car and they're like yeah sorry we don't have any more of the mid sizes the rod of the mid sizes he's like but but I made a reservation right she I, goes I understand how reservations work <laughs> and he goes I don't think you do <laughs> right that. Could happen to you. You know on, how to a take plane. the reservation. You just don't know they how to go, hold oh, the reservation. We overbooked, and that actually happened to me at the rental car place where we went there. And we were like, "Yeah, we were we were told the midsize. We were supposed to get like a Highlander, and we ended up. They're like, "Yeah, we don't have any." And we're like, "Well, how is that? We made a reservation a week ago. Mm. We ended up with an excursion." The guy's like, "Oh, you know, we're going to upgrade you." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you've upgraded me to something that's so hard to maneuver." And drive. Yeah, like, like that's like the largest. Right. Like other than like an actual military Jeep or tank. <laughs> exactly. It's like the largest. And you have to pay for the gas, right? So at the end of the day, you're refilling yeah. that whole so thing. they're giving it's you like, a gas guzzler. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, give me that Chevy Spark. I'm like, well, let's just give us two cars. Yeah, give me that little Volt or they whatever didn't do it is. That. That's, but where's, got, your, where's the Geo? How's your Geo Prism <laughs> section looking? I got completely uh, and utterly like so sick. And uh, my I wife. I can't believe you're the only one. Yeah, and I was lucky because I was terrified my children were. I was going to get them sick Ugh. from being around. But my. Uh, How many days are we talking? Three. Three of like complete incapacitation. Really? Yeah. Like, and, and, and that's I. That's like, that in sick time, that's like a year. And I was just shivering, like nonstop. Like, you Ugh. know, temperature would go back from being super cold, super hot, super cold, super Did your hot. wife constantly. Were you in the room then, your bedroom? Just she has locked no. Locked up in there? Yeah, she has no empathy for me though. Like she oh, spends all I, I that at work. I would imagine no. Yeah, I would imagine not none at all. I think when you're a nurse and you do that for a living, it's like you don't want to come home and also wait on other people. It's you know weird because I mean? my wife's not a nurse, but all the exact same things <laughs> still apply. My wife will still come in. Like the, when I do get sick, I'll be in the bedroom just. 15 blankets on top of me with just my eyeballs poking out, just trying my best to sweat as much as but thinking, I don't know if that's good science or not, but I just go like, I'm going to keep sweating until I feel better. That's always my thing. Well, my wife just makes it a point to every three or four hours come in and be like, it smells so bad in here. And then just leave. <laughs> open the blinds, open the window. You're like, no, that's it. That's it. Uh, I just wanted to let you know how gross you are. And I'm like, yeah, I know I'm sick, but yeah, but you're gross and sick. My favorite is my wife comes up. I'm like, I, she's like, well, what is wrong? Like, what are your <laughs> symptoms? And I'm like, well, I don't know how to describe it. It's like, uh, it's things are very surreal right now. And I'm, I'm really hot and I'm shaking and I have a fever. And she's like, she comes over and does none of that's a medical the, term. The back of the hand on my forehead. She's like, yeah, you don't have a fever. I'm like, can we get a thermometer? <laughs> Let's get a thermometer. So, Eventually, I browbeat her into getting me. My child has one that you put on their forehead. It's like it's you don't put it in the mouth or the ear. You just literally put it up to your forehead. Yeah, the thermo scan. And so she does that, and she it says uh, it's one o two point five, and she goes, "That's really high for an adult. Like that's bad news." And she goes, "You could start having stroke symptoms." And I'm like, "Are you serious?" And she's really? like, "Yeah." But then she redoes it again. She goes, "Oh, it's only one o one." And I go. Well, which is it? How are you? So wait, you're confident with the 101, but you, it also said 102.5 a minute ago. How do we, let's, let's, let's let's do it. Four degrees over means like you're about to die and three is like, you're good. I'm not a medical professional, but then we get, I go, I get a digital thermometer, a regular one. And I put it in and it says 101. And she's like, that's probably more realistic. I go, but how do you know it wasn't the first one? Because if it's 102, you might stroke out. Yeah. And also if it, if that small of a variance is the difference between you're about to have like some sort of infarction or not. Um, why were, why are we relying on the back of our hand? Like if it's such a, you know what I mean? It's I almost like know. if like, like you're, you're building someone a deck and you go, listen, if I make this footing two foot, 
you're solid. Now, if I make it about 23 inches or so, tipsy top. I mean, you may come crashing to death well, the- during the middle of your kid's birthday party. And then, and then when they dig that footing, they just have the day laborers just toss it in. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, well, is it important or not? <laughs> well, the thing is, I can. Ne- she always calls BS every time I say I'm, I'm like, I think I'm getting sick. She's like, you're fine. No, I'm, I think I'm getting sick. I'm like, I'm 40 years old at this point. I know what it feels like when I get sick. Don't tell me I'm not sick. <laughs> so we have to have this argument. Then a couple days later, she's feeling kind of crappy. And I go, what's wrong with you? And she's she goes, oh, I have malaise. And I go, well, what's that? She was like, pretty much all those things together that you said, but just in one word. And I go... Well, why wouldn't you tell me what malaise is to begin with? Because would you? I'd like to know the one word to explain yeah. all of you, so you get away with just saying malaise, and people go, "Oh, she's got malaise." That's, that sounds like a hipster serious. condiment. Like, dude, I don't. <laughs> like, I saw someone on Twitter the other day say, "Like, ketchup's awful, no matter what, all the time." Stop eating ketchup. And I was like, "What?" It's like, first of all, that sounds super uh, arrogant to say that. You know what I mean? And then I was like, uh, "Okay, so what are you putting your fries in?" And I guess that's it. Like. Bro, bro, you know how much high fructose corn syrup is in ketchup? Just dip it in a little bit of malaise, and you wouldn't even know the difference. And plus, all those calories, poof, gone. I got better by myself. I, you know what? It was, <laughs> Not with somebody else. Well, basically, she was like, listen, you can go to the doctor and pay your $25 copay, and it's a virus. So You just said that like you wanted a ribbon. Like, all by myself. <laughs> I did it. She was just basically saying, like, there's nothing anyone can do for you. It's a virus. They're not going. You you could basically take, you know, a leave or, or you know, tile, acetaminophen or whatever. You got to sweat it yeah, out. There's nothing that can be you done. You got to put the road to the belt on and just sit underneath Afghans. Well, it was, she was basically like, just like, hey, dummy up and, 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 and fight through it. What, what do you want me to tell you? And I'm like, well, I just want some compassion. She's like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's rough. Compassion to, doesn't live here. Yeah. To be with a nurse. Cause they you think of how often they see people sick and, like not, legitimately. and, then, and then not die like real sick and then not die. You having a little bit of mayonnaise. Nah, you're good. dude. Uh, a little bit of poutine. You can't struggle through that or whatever it's called. But to take you back before I got off the flight. Um, so I went to Arizona to, uh, my sister lives there, but our, our main reason beyond visiting my sister and seeing her new house and, and all that good that stuff. That was, of course, number one. Sure. Was to see the uh, Cubs um, season opener for their, um, yeah. what you call it, preseason. Are those parks like almost as big as like major parks now no. to the point? Or is it still pretty? No, it's like, uh, it would be, uh, honestly, I mean. Is that like one of the Railcats or something? Yeah. But even smaller. Like the stadium smaller. Well, like most, you sit on the, you sit in the outfield on the lawn. It's like, it would be That's like it? going to Lake Central. You know what I mean? Like a huge, okay. but then they have like vending around the outsides, but the actual park itself and the seating is, is not, it's not big at all. They don't have like, like normal seating. They do. You know what I mean? Like along, be, like have you ever been to, and... have you ever been to the Oilman stadium? Yeah. Okay. So that's, it's just I like driven that. by it. Yeah. Oh, Whiting. you've never been in inside. Whiting. You've never been inside. No. That's what I'm saying. So they have seating that goes so all no. the way up to down to third base or, or to f- far left field and far right field. And then everything else is just grass seating. Like you literally oh. plop down a blanket and sit in the grass. Railcats kind of like that as well. I've never been to Railcats. Yeah, but like I, I know they have a, their stadium is bigger. This is just sort of like you uh, walk up. Yeah, yeah. And it's like being at a, a park. That's cool. So to you see can the major you, leaguers. Oh, you could walk right. Park. Yeah, you could walk right up and and uh, I mean you know with within fifteen feet of a of one of the players and just be talking to them. Wow. So uh, we got to see all. You could the, gaze in Chris Bryant's dreamy eyes from. It, it was a split squad game, so we saw the Cubs versus the A's, and it pretty much had all the players that you know that you'd want to see, except for Javi Baez. But every which he was, the other part of the squad was playing the nice. Giants at the um, the old um, Scottsdale. Where did the Mets play spring training? Florida, Port St. Uh, Lucie. 
So you have to you can't see the match next while year. you're there at the same time. Next year. Okay. Okay. But it yeah, but it no, was pretty cool what? to see him. It was cool, but you know what? Again, we we had all the kids with us, so most of the time is spent like corralling the kids while they're running yeah, around on the lawn I want and stuff. Something so. to eat. I'm bored. I'm <laughs> hot. I'm tired. Ugh. You got it. That's what my life's been for the past five years. Uh, I think it would be cool if you went with all adults, though, and you actually sat in the seats, not in the grass, on a blanket, like in you, you know. Yeah. You, well, hey, there. a guy I work with went down there a few years back, and of course, your favorite lead singer Eddie Vedder was down there, as he always is. He said they were like partying with him, like drinking with him. They had like there was a karaoke place. Like he's just he's out. nearly a bum, so I don't really. That's yeah, not really hard to do. Yeah, but I mean, it's I mean, this is before they probably post that horrible Cubs song he wrote, mm-hmm. but pre championship. <laughs> well, so let me ask you this: My mom tells me she comes back and says they have like a little autograph area, and my mom goes, "Can you believe these guys? The gall on these guys to come and you know pay forty dollars to to get their autograph." And it was like Bob Dernier and, uh, you know, a couple of the old uh, Lee Smith and a couple. Mm. Of, and my mom's like, you know, these guys need to get a real job. And, was it and, Jody Davis sighting? No, but okay. I mean, pretty, pretty. That's the, the, the caliber right. we're talking, you okay. know. And um, I, I was just I'm, I don't have a problem with it. Do you have a problem with this? Uh, no, because it's simple in supply and demand. Like if you don't want it, you just won't pay for it. And if nobody pays for it, they'll stop doing it, right? Yeah, but she just thought it was. She's like, you know, the, I guess in her mind, like anybody who's ever played Major League Baseball should have been a millionaire and should have taken their millions, invested it, and and, and well, rode off into the sunset. Probably got a kind of a good point. Well, league minimums in baseball is not even close to a million dollars. I don't know what it is now, but I'm, it's probably upwards of six, seven hundred thousand. You think the league minimum, the yeah. lowest guy, makes six hundred thousand? I would guess. Uh, there's no way it's under three fifty, right? I have no idea. We yeah, probably should have looked yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, my my point was is she she was so. Appalled. But what are you paying for? Your opportunity. You're going hotel to hotel is paid for. You know what I mean? Like what? You're oh, I thought you money. meant what are you paying for when you? No, pay I mean for you're an making that money. Even if you're like a guy who never plays, you're making that money, and I don't know what you. What are you buying? I don't know. All I can tell you is I I once stood in line for an autograph uh, from Pete Rose, and I got in the basement of the Mirage. By the time I got up there, he was such a douche that I was like, I'm out, dude. I don't even want your autograph. Like he was such a, an a hole. Well, in your mom's defense, I, I I've never paid for anyone's autograph. I don't think I ever will. I'm just like I'm not for like I'm gonna pay. I, I would I wouldn't pay to meet anybody in a forced setting. Like I would pay forty dollars if you told me, hey. Uh, Cheryl Scott's gonna be hanging out at this bar and everybody thanks for the information I would slip in two twenties and then just go and then covertly act like I you know like whoa you come here too that's Merengue crazy into her. I'd be like you, you yeah you salsa <laughs> dance I didn't, I didn't pay anybody any money to find th- that out about you that I would pay for and you've never paid for an autograph to this day man I've waited in line all day for who um uh all the original members of Black Sabbath and you got uh, and you got an autograph from them? from all of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, even Bill Ward, everybody. Uh, Marilyn Manson. I waited all day for his one time because he had a book that came out, so we mm. all waited. Corolla, Corolla. Uh, no, Man- the Mangria signing. No, I didn't do it. You didn't? No, I went and I bought Mangria, and I saw oh, you just and I saw it. the big line, and I saw him being rushed to the bathroom to rush here to sign, and I just went nah, not because I didn't want to wait. But I didn't want to wait for someone who I know didn't want to do it. The only time does that make sense? Yeah, the only time I've ever like after a comedy show, I've stood around and, and never got an autograph. But I've got like a picture taken with a comedian. But the only autograph, the Leon Spinks was the only one I can remember paying for, and I think I paid twenty bucks. You know what? I take it back. When I went to see Corolla at um, 
God, what's Rialto. That, what's that? No, what's that little joint off of? It's real close to Lakeshore Drive. I forget. It's like a small. Man, it's killing me. Uh, it's it's a real small theater, but he plays there semi regular. Uh, I can't remember it now. And uh, we waited, and I bought like a DVD or something. Mm-hmm. And then he he was there also, and so I, I don't know if he signed it or not. But I think I just wanted a picture. Yeah. So even that, a picture maybe, but autograph. Yeah, but 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 I wouldn't pay for a picture either. I got to Kembe Mutombo's autograph once in a food court in San Antonio. Like just I saw him eating. I just saw him eating, and I was eating, and I was like, and I was probably like five three. I was about to hide a Muggsy Bogues in his prime, and probably now unless he shrunk. And I was like, "Hey, you're Muggsy Bogues." And I think he signed like a, a I don't know, like a no, menu. No, Dikembe Mutombo. Yeah, you call <laughs> you go to oh, Dikembe yeah. Mutombo like, "Hey, right. you're Muggsy Bogues." He's like, "No, I'm not." I was like, "You swat everyone's shot, Muggsy." Remember that time you won the Spud the the the, the dunk contest? And he's like, "That was Spud Webb. He's five seven. Anyways, enough about that. Oh, yeah, I don't pay for him. So um, it's not sex. I don't pay for it. Ultimately. The uh, the vacation was a success. It was a quick, like, four day. I think, uh, what is it? How does that work? Five nights, four days, whatever. Five, four nights, five days, whatever. And and, uh, and your sister got a new house or something? Yep. That's great. Huh? Yep, yep. So nice. I'm done with Arizona as far as, uh, like, I, I, I had enough of it. I'm back. No it's one great, to, though. Like I said, the one time I was there, uh, for those two days, it was, it was just we, wonderful. Because it, it was, like, in the 60s, and I'm like, man, this is living, man. It's beautiful oh. out here. No, when I went there, we were talking about clean. setting records. It was, like, 119 or something. I've been there for that, too, and it's, I hated it. But uh, this was, like, it's go inside. The, everything's so clean, everything's so so pristine. And But you know what? Like my wife said, it's just not home. Like, everything is very cookie-cutter. Like, all the stores are the same kind of colors and all that. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, you get out here and... There's there's diversity in neighborhoods. You could get a purple house. You can see yeah. like a, you know yeah. What well, I mean? it's like, like it's like the equivalent of a subdivision toward like a, an older right. area that's been there a long time. Yeah. So we got off the that's plane true. in Cicero, and it's like ah, this is home, home mm-hmm. crap mm-hmm. home. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Like stuff is crappy, but you. It's funny because when something is built, they build it with the intention of looking good to the eye. But when something's been around forever, that intention is long gone. <laughs> so it's like just like ah, we just gotta survive it. Right. Like you know, can we cook pierogies in it? Yes. Put siding on the house. I don't know why my pierogi yeah, people are Russian. Kazakh. They're Russian, but anyways, yeah. Well, that's good. You you um should you uh, you should not get the flu shot next time and see what happens. One one thing on the way to the airport. This was an interesting story. My uh, I don't know how many people ever really ride in the back of my mom's car, but she she drove. I drove or my mom drove to the airport, and my wife opened a vent on the roof, and a like a box elder beetle came out of it. Must have been living in there and. When the air conditioner kicked on, Larry Elder Beetle, it blew onto her shirt. She screamed like bloody murder, smacked it onto (laughs) my son who started screaming, who flipped it onto my daughter, and my mom the whole time is trying. She she, they're screaming like someone pulled a shotgun up on a a car next to us. I'm screaming for everyone to shut up because I I could see what they're yelling about, but my mom can't. My mom's keeps looking back. She's what's going? Oh my god! Yeah, and I'm like, so I had to try to tell my wife. I'm like. I tell my kids this all the time, and, and I'm sure you having little kids experience this. You my kid would have been so happy if a beetle jumped in the car; would have made his day. You, when when you're driving, I, my wife is always like this. Every little thing is a <gasps> or or she puts her hands out, or she she does the stop short with me, oh. or she and I'm like, dude, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Or she screams at this. Or my she, mom was the king of like sucking all the air out of the room <sighs> when something was scary, just like. <gasps> But uh, my wife just screams shrill, like she's getting stabbed. Like she's like an extra and screams. But don't you feel like I have this? Like I've been driving long enough to where like the only thing you're going to do by screaming is make me crash. It's not going to make things better. Yeah, it's just 100% uh, 
um, just reactionary. There's no like you're you're saying like, hey, this is a bad idea. Don't do that. But that doesn't even enter. No, I just wanted to sit in the back seat of the trunk. Period. Because yeah. my wife won't drive on the expressway. And like, whole, like back in the day in station wagons, we used to sit in the back <laughs> yeah. and you'd be able to stare at the cars behind you. Well, God, she, that was great. She'll be texting the whole time and then all of a sudden look up just enough to scream in my face and then go back to text. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Um, I started letting my wife drive a lot, which is something I didn't want to do just as a man. But you have I have the minivan, so why not? After, after a while, I just started going like, screw it. It's just not worth it. From constantly be told slow down, give him room. Hey, where, are you saying, "Oh my God, how fast are you going?" Eventually, I'm just like, you know what, just yeah. But you're able to give up that control because I've I've let my wife drive before, and it yeah. But how me... what, how how nice is control when you're constantly being guided? You I know, know but I mean? my wife drives like a maniac. Like oh. she drives on the, almost like you could tell by the the right side of the car, the passenger side of the vehicle, the tires are like bald on the fronts of them because she wipes out like curb. She probably goes down like she's on a train track. Jesus, just. Why? What is going on? She's a horrible driver. I don't just, know. Is Every, this aggressive driving? Or? I constantly think the passenger mirror is going to smash off on somebody's uh, mailbox. She's like, oh, you know, ever since I was a kid, I had this problem where I, I, went, I always rode too far <laughs> over the fog line. I'm like, it's time to correct that issue. That's a fixable problem. <laughs> yeah, think? Yeah, yeah. Like, I know I have this issue. I'm going to be conscious about not <laughs> driving over the fog just line. I just always had this thing where I just see stop signs and I just don't want to. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, no thank you like they say stop and i go who are you <laughs> well you're back you're alive anything else happened to you a ton of stuff but what else you got? A, a ton of stuff no i don't know let me, <laughs> let me have it what happened to you i i didn't i didn't really i didn't really do much man i pretty much just worked i did uh i'm trying to think of what I, I finally put i don't know if i ever said this before if i ever <clears throat> clarified what happened about the death of minecraft in my house but i bought minecraft i let my son play it one time that was it. That was it, one time, and it was uh, it was. I felt so bad. He bugged me for like four months. Oh, I want this Minecraft. So cool, so cool. Minecraft. His cousins have it. He just wanted it so bad. And finally, I said, Ah, you know what? All right. People say it's like it's like Legos, but digital. You mm-hmm. know. And um, so I bought it for him. I literally, he does not know how to play. He bought it. He started learning how to chop down trees. And then. Uh, I read some articles about how Minecraft was making people's brains turn into jello. Oh my god! And I was just like, "Yeah, you know what?" Uh, no. It said it was making their mind. I've I've read tons of stuff that say that it's super creative and allows your kid to be altered. Yeah. How many kids do you know that are sitting around playing video games that look real creative? Do you? Everyone. What? They don't go outside and play, but they they're very their okay. mind is creative. But we've mm-hmm. spoken many times about what kids probably should be doing. But your kids so going instead, outside your and kid playing is one of the things that we normally say. How's that any different? No, nah, I mean some, but not not a ton. No, they want some. Know. Let me ask you this: Do you think that uh, video game hockey is creative? No. Okay. But I'm an adult. I've given up on my brain. <laughs> but I haven't given up on my brain. I'll, I'll put a pin in that. I'll go back to the more of that later. I'm wrapping. I'm I'm gonna, I'm going to improve this brain. But uh, no, yeah. I mean, I play a little bit of hockey at the end of the day sometimes. But that's like, but that is for the specific purpose of putting my brain on autopilot. I don't want to think. That's why I do that. It's the same as like playing like uh, Dr. Mario or Tetris. It's like I really just want to. You know, once I actually moved, like two years ago, I moved our uh, the kids' video. Like I, I moved the Xbox into the basement. Mm. Never looked back, man. I haven't played a video game. And like sometimes my kid will browbeat me into like, you got to play this game. And I'm like, it sucks. I don't want to play it. Or he gets stuck on something, and then he'll get me to come down there for five minutes. But I couldn't be more well, than interested. Me either. More uninterested. Yeah. I don't understand how any adult can sit there and play video games. Like a lot. Yeah, yeah like, 
like, like escaping I, like into a reality of of because uh, I, I I did it when I was like in my twenties when I worked I think I told you this before when I worked seven p.m. to uh, three a.m. or whatever and I get off these crazy hours I would play Call of Duty when it when it was first new yeah. and you could play like online all the time for for months on end like for eight hours a day but but then but then I had kids in a, in a house and, and responsibility and I'm like yeah man I I would rather lay covered up in a blanket with just my eyes out like E.T. watching, you know, Goodfellas again than play a video game. I just, yeah. I don't know. I can do it in the, like, the, the twilight hours or the hours that are just, like, the very... This is why I barely play it all as it is because the hours that I don't have, like, like specific um, designated for any purpose, then maybe you can. But I certainly can't play video games instead of, like, clean up or something if the house looks like crap. I certainly can't do it if I have something I want to play on guitar I can't, if I have anything I need to fix like there's so many things that come in front of it that it's like okay I guess like every other Thursday for an hour at 11 o'clock it's hockey time you know what I mean like right. that's really all but the reason I get on it now more is because like I told you there's guys that I play with mm-hmm. so they'll all get hey you getting on we're gonna log on and play and at least then I'm talking to people right. I know so it's kind of like a chat like a night out yeah like a, like a fun yeah guy boys night out uh, let me get my boxers and my headset like I could it's a Mr. Pib I, I know I, I talk about this all the time but I think to myself like things that my dad would never do and I look at my dad as the quintessential man's mm-hmm. man right and I go mm-hmm. like I can never see my dad FaceTiming or Skyping another buddy of his to have a conversation or play a video game where, we're, where they're looking at each other face to face oh I don't it's look the, at the idea, I'm no, not, I know that I know you other. don't but that'd the, be a game changer the idea of of getting online my dad getting online with a headset and playing a video game against somebody, another one of his buddies with a headset. Like I feel my, yeah. like my dad was so much more mature than I am at forty. Uh-huh. Like there's no like way twenty three he, he probably was. Yeah, there's no way my dad would ever do a podcast. It might, it would even toy with the notion, and not just because that's not what he's into, because it's it's ultimately kind of lame. But isn't a lot of it because of the options too? Like I always say, like 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 if okay, like if you're like a, a gangly looking dude. Who who normally didn't go on a lot of dates anyways, and and then they go like and they go like, hey man, I'm loyal, I'm loyal, like I'm loyal to you, like I would like uh like a never in a million years would I cheat on my wife, and it's like I'm not I'm not advocating cheating on your wife, but what I'm saying is like, yeah, of course you wouldn't because you don't the options not there, yeah, it's yeah not, but, but that's not the same as okay now a guy is in a rock band and he's the, the dude from Kings of Leon is touring or something he's, he's having it thrown at him all night, that's a different. No, but Thing. like so. So Monday through Friday, my dad would get home from work at you know five thirty. He'd eat by six thirty. He's downstairs watching TV until ten o'clock. Then he goes to bed, watches the news, and he goes to bed, gets up, and goes to work. On the weekends, he literally you know seven eight in the morning. He wakes up, maybe looks at the paper, and then he's like forcing us to go out and trim bushes. He's in the garage making bullets. Way we used to make bullets and stuff, and yeah, it like was reloading always, them. Yeah, it was always nonstop here's the things I have to get done at home too. Doing like something. the dude. Yeah. He, there was, it was except like for like the Bears had... game or something like that. He would just not ever, I mean, he would watch Westerns or like he would relax and watch TV on a Sunday or whatever, but it would never be. And I've told you this before, it would definitely never be anything we wanted to watch. And, and, and on top of that, I don't know, man, it just, it seems so lame to me to sit in a video game chair as an adult, you know what I mean? Because I just oh, look yeah. at my old man and yeah. I'm like, dude, my old, if he would come in at any moment and I was in a, a video game chair with a headset on, it, it would the be over. The shame that you'd be wearing, <laughs> the heavy coat of shame. Well, I have the same thing 
Um, but with my father-in-law who's still around, you know, like I, I have to go like, and I know my wife will tell him certain things. So it's like, I have to justify what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Mm. If, if I get, if I was to get a video game chair and like put on the headset and be like, like I'm way into this video game thing. I w- she would inevitably tell him and, and I would have to explain to him why it wasn't lame. And I see it in my head ahead of time going like, no, but it's a, it's... all right, you're right. And then yeah. just throwing it in the garbage. Yeah. Cause I would have to. I mean, my dad would watch this. We would, we would constantly watch the same, just like I do now. We would watch Die Hard. If it came on any time, we would all stop what we were doing and my dad be like, yeah, Die Hard's on. And we watched Die Hard. <laughs> and I, I think I told you we had a, uh, my brother just found it actually. We had a blowgun that my dad had like, mom, which I don't understand how my mom ever let my dad get away with this because he would like, you know, he would just hang like the the stuff that you, any woman, especially my mom would like, you wouldn't just allow that to be your part of your decor. Like if I came into the, my basement right now and I told my wife, I'm like, yeah, I got this uh, World War II rifle uh, I bought off a buddy or that I got from my dad that he handed down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and put it on, uh, mount it on the wall above the TV. She'd be like, nah, it's not happening. Uh, I it's bought generational. It's changing each generation. Well, it's, it's it's like it's like it's like the racism. It's changing each generation. Is getting a little more. Do you remember like two years ago for my birthday? I bought two original hand painted Henry Hill paintings. Yes. Okay. I have one of them in my office at work, and the other okay. one's still in my basement. And my wife says, "You will not put that up in my house. It's stupid. It looks like a kid drew it." And I go, "Yeah, but but the thing is, is Henry Hill painted it, and so there's like some." Like, you know, this is who this guy is. And, you know, you, I love Goodfellas and Henry something. Hill. And she's like, yeah, no, it's not going up in my house. Doesn't it doesn't matter. match with anything. And it's dumb. I can't even get my family photos up in my yeah, house. Yeah, like, me? dude, I, I have shadow boxes and cool stuff. that She's like, yeah, it's not going up in my house. No. But so my old man had a blowgun, like a ninja blowgun, a nice one on the wall. with A, a flip- ninja blowgun? Yeah, like a huge, well, a blowgun's what ninjas have. Who else has a blowgun? Oh, those guys from um, Raiders of the Lost Ark in the very beginning. This was like a three foot like long an Inca warrior. I don't, know, like, <laughs> I don't know. It was like camouflage, and then the back had like twine around it. It was okay. It, it was, this was like yeah, yeah, like legitimate. You could hunt with this thing. No, it, was, it wasn't busting your balls. I have I have very small well, amount was, of. Uh, I'm just saying it wasn't like something guns. you'd win at Indiana Beach for for playing uh, a ski ball. This okay, was like yeah, a legit like a legit blowgun. Yeah. And he would have like a ring of darts, like a bowl of darts, and he would. <laughs> we had a fireplace. So he would put up a, like a real piece of lumber on mm. the fireplace and we would like draw a picture with a smiley face or whatever and stick <laughs> it on there. And my dad would sit there while watching TV and poof, blow a blow dart across the room into this and we'd go pull the darts out and he'd do it all. Now do you see your great grandfather walking in and going, are you serious? No, I see s- my great grandfather walking in and going, well, see you my see dad's walking, grandpa going to sit just, on the couch and blow blow darts into lumber? I guess you're right in a way, but my, my dad's dad was nowhere near as manly as my dad. So okay, that's well, where we sort of lost the step a little bit, but you know what I mean? They're Jews, man. It's just not, he broke away from the mold. That's just well, not. Well, okay, if it was a non-Jew. Okay. I feel like my, my non-Jewish great-grandfather. I don't know that there's many Jews hanging around with blowguns in the area. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, well, that's why it's hard to uh, make a comp for that situation. I mean, dude, we would sit down and, and break down, we'd watch a movie and my dad would give us a gun, hey, break this down and clean it. Hmm. And we would take the part of the gun, clean it. As a family, we'd have a bunch of guns out there cleaning the guns, mm. give them back to him while we're watching a movie. Mm. Or we would he would bring a huge jar of, of coins and we would wrap coins into, you know, because uh, he had a cash, you know, he's a, he opened a business. So he would have You're a lot demolishing of, a lot of stereotypes right now <laughs> and reinforcing some. 
I'm just saying like every everything was like there was a purpose for everything. Like he didn't he didn't waste any time. Even when he's watching TV, he was he was I get what you're saying. He was like sighting in a bow or, or Right, you, right. You know well that's I mean? the thing, like when you do the video you're games. Sharpening a hatchet. There's no No, um, it's you're you're completely you, dedicated to that. Nothing. That only. Which is why like just to, to beat that dead horse, that's why I would like to play that kind of stuff with that intent of like not getting anything done. But that's kind of a lame intent. Just like hey, I'm gonna turn my brain off. That should be like for meditating or God forbid sleeping. I just I start looking back on some of the stuff like you know there was a time where I was like into comic books or baseball card collecting and I've told you this before like I've, I've become far more unsentimental or non sentimental as yeah. time goes on. You know, giving away my ba- my talk in baseball in, as a contest uh, it be uh, prize. To do. Still, I'm still talking about it now, <laughs> but that was like the last. Did Cogdill get that? Yeah, that was the last <laughs> piece of like my. Stuff that I held or kept around only youth? because it, it meant it meant nothing to me except the fact that it was a collectible that I was like, yeah, this might be worth something someday to somebody. Yeah, but I'm free of it now. So on the, oh, you but know, adults, I mean? dude, adults still do that. We're doing I'm that. With, saying, we're doing I that with beer now. I don't. We're doing that with beer now. How many people have like basements full of growlers that just collect dust? No, I just yeah, just like like the dark lords or the rare beers. Like you collect them, and it's like this is just your action figures for like adults. Kind of. I mean, it's awesome to drink the good beer know, you man. get. But I think the point is with any collection, once you get to a certain point, you no longer uh, – you're just servicing. You're just feeding that addiction. You know what I mean? At, at that point. Yeah, Otherwise, what sure. else? Well, it's funny because somebody – Unless came... you're legit getting them toys out and being like, oh, Snake Eyes is coming down the hill. Oh, One of my buddies goes, hey, uh, did you see the, the, the preview for Logan that's coming out? And I go, yeah, I saw it. Hey, you know, are you going to go see it? Probably not. I mean, if I didn't have a kid, I wouldn't see it at all because you know why? Well, this one's supposed to be darker. It's supposed to be like Batman. It's supposed to be like less comic-y. And I go, I, don't, I just don't care. I don't care. You're no longer that dude that goes, it's comic book. I have to go see it. Well, only because I have... The only thing that really still ties me to it is I have a 12-year-old son who's into comics. And yeah. you know, and he likes that kind of stuff. And it's not awful. Just like if you were to go see... I, I remember fighting no, back like in the day. It sucks. I just, just don't... It doesn't, I wouldn't choose to go see it. If, right, if, if it right. didn't have a son, I wouldn't even watch it when it came on television. Like I, Again, I'd rather watch a, The Wire again than watch Logan even once. It just, just, just doesn't interest you. It just doesn't interest you. Well, it's just been oversaturated. It's like when you listen to Black Dog, you know, people go like, hey, Led Zeppelin. It's like... You guys know the same 10 Led Zeppelin songs. Right. I could show right. you a catalog that like, but I don't even waste my time with it, right? I've been oversaturated with like this man and this woman and this, super this and, and evil this. And I'm just like, I don't care about any of it. It's all <laughs> right, crap. Right. I went through a point where I was like anti it for a second because right. it was too much. And now I'm kind of like, I've come to that old man resignation of it. I'm just like, it's just, if you want to go, go. I'm just not going with you. Yeah. I, I, and I, I don't besmirch anybody. It's This stuff looks cool. It's... Yeah. Uh, but but again, man, I, I just <laughs> I don't know. I really am longing for the day. Like the the last time I saw a movie that I was really like, dude, I have to see this was Wolf of Wall Street, and it was everything I thought it was going to be. What about the Lobster? I mean, didn't see it. You just need to go see the Lobster. I wanted to, but I was not. It, it didn't really like move me like that. Yeah, but Wolf well, of Wall Street was. I like, can guarantee you the Lobster is not a sequel or a prequel. There will be no other lobsters. <laughs> Swiss Army Man uh, sounded. You you described it. Crappy, and I yeah. didn't, it sounded like crap, and I didn't want to see it. Well, I'm just telling you, there's no capes. After you made Actually, me see that Kung, Kung Poo or whatever, what, what was it? With the Kung Fury? I was oh, like, Kung I'm, Fury. I'm out that on anything you like. That movie rules. Uh, we need to get you to do another movie review soon. Mm-hmm. We, we're back on those. Uh, okay. Yeah, we, I need, we need to do another going. 80s movie. But with that being said, um, 
I'm out. There's nothing that I want to see until Leonardo DiCaprio comes out with something new. Or That's it. You just got to wait for Leo movies at this much. point. It was Daniel Day-Lewis for a tick. And then, yeah. You know, but he's leave. slowed down, right? I mean, is he ever even... Yeah, I just think, again, he, he's he's another one where it's like you, people are just started to... Uh, <laughs> he's going to have another handlebar you, mustache from you, damn he, Nick. He's just doing like an experimental thing now to where... You know what I mean? Yeah. When you he's going to like play like... Instead of The Rock, he's going to play like a rock. <laughs> he's gonna, like not going to move the whole movie. And they're like, like so brave. Interestingly enough, he was a rock for two years prior to the movie actually beginning to film. <laughs> yeah, he was... What, what do they call that? Uh, when method someone, acting? Method acting, yeah. He's like, he went out in the woods and just didn't move. Just didn't... <laughs> Eat or drink or sleep. <sighs> nothing like that. So I, you you missed talking about the Oscars and the super old now. No, but I didn't. Nothing, nothing really. What's that? I didn't miss it. You didn't miss talking about the Oscars? Not really. Never oh, it's an old I'm Jonathan Brandmeier. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> miss it not much, right? Um, yeah, nothing. I, I don't even think... I know there was a big hullabaloo at the end. Uh, there was a mess up again. But yeah. Um, I did miss it because I was on a plane while it was happening, and okay. and, and, and I did not uh, didn't care. I, I didn't even know any. I didn't see any of the movies, and I heard your solo podcast. I rambled about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Heard, it just uh, I'm kind of like with you. It's just not that important, other than like winning money on it. It's you not know what? Important. I, I I've been one of those people before that goes like I don't care about it. You know these stupid celebrities and they're giving each other awards. Sometimes it's entertaining. It just didn't. No, the show's fine. I just, I just mean like as like, far as like if your guy or gal didn't win. I just like, didn't have like, anyone though in this one. You know what I mean? Like I had no dog in any fight. But at even all. if you did, it's like you still saw that movie, and that movie still rules, right? Like say you love La La Land and they didn't yeah. win, like are you upset that they didn't win? No. Like, just you know, no. go watch it again and be like, I love this movie. No. Lobster look, the lobster didn't win. It should have Was it nominated for anything? Yeah. Yeah, like best a lot of stuff. Best a lot of things. No, uh, maybe maybe it was, it was nominated for what, like Best Picture? Or, no, really? I, it couldn't have been. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, but are you tricking me? It was Best Something. It was nominated. Best curly-haired guy in a role about a lobster. Best movie about a shellfish. <laughs> if, if that's what it is. Best non-kosher movie about a shellfish. <laughs> best marine life movie that's not a documentary and has that dude from Minority Report in it. Last year, our big thing was... Um, we really don't do like birthday parties for the, for my my son. Uh, we're like we have family birthday parties, but we don't do like the friend birthday. Um, so in like in lieu, last year, I said, "Hey, you could have a friend birthday, or we could do something really cool." Now we don't have Mark Bucks, but mm. we do have Uncle Bucks. Uncle Bucks. Uncle Bucks are Ben's brother. In lieu of giving a present, he gives you opportunity to spend time with him. Yeah. Instead of real money, he gives you Uncle Bucks. Okay. So anyway, we don't have that. But what I did do, in a way we do, um, my son opted to see Brian Regan last year, uh, like live in concert. Mm. So that's like uh, all he was talking about. I got to see. Oh, and you and Nick. Brian Regan. Went. So yeah, me, uh, my best friend, and my son went to uh, a casino in Michigan and saw Brian Regan. Above and beyond, even even last year, like the the one thing he wants to see more than anything is uh, Jim Gaffigan. But last year, when Jim Gaffigan came around, he, there was like a festival. And it was like one hundred and seventy five dollars was the cheapest ticket I could find, and I was just like, you know what, man, I I I don't I can't see spending one hundred and seventy five dollars for a ticket. He'll be around again. Came around again. Um, tickets went on sale. They were sold within I don't know maybe three minutes, two minutes, something like that. Yeesh. So, I can't believe they go that fast. Well, I, I go I go online and I'm like, well, I mean, come on, man. It's at Chicago at the Chicago I just Theater. Can't I was like, it's that popular. God. I, I I could get uh, I could get these tickets. Ain't that big of a deal. Well, yeah, I, I didn't. So Shh. then I was like, well, you know, you go to the website, his website, and it links you to Ticketmaster. It's like, sorry, sold out. We don't have them. 
Well, you know as well as I do, they're still out there. You just got to go to StubHub. Now you have to don't go to Craigslist. You have yeah, don't go to Craigslist. Do not go. But to you Craigslist. have to pay. The, I did that last year. What I consider the modern day pirate, the oh, yeah. booty of a lifetime, right? In order to to get these tickets, which I I was hell bent on getting, so I ended up paying. I think $125 for $56 tickets, four of them. Um, my brother, his daughter, my, me and my son are going to go. And it's crazy because I think, like, there has to be some sort of, like, uh, what do you call it, like, legislation passed. You know what it I mean? It just like, seems like that stuff shouldn't even exist. It's, I don't understand how I – so you can't stand directly outside the venue and sell – the ticket for more than face value. That's scalping. Right. However, you can buy up all the tickets within the first minute and then triple their cost. With like full-time employees that probably just do those. That's exactly or, what or, they or do. Or bots or whatever. Yeah. However they had it set up. So you can like have them, because there's only like each each customer can only buy like say like four tickets or whatever. So however they get it done, they buy up hundreds of tickets. They The, the, the lion's share of these tickets go to ticket brokers who then turn around and sell the tickets for double, triple, it's crazy whatever. that that's a real job. I guess shouldn't really be right. Well, I it's mean, not like a real. Thing. How are we not all doing this? I don't know. I mean, I I, you have to be. You have top. to know the shows to do it too, because otherwise, otherwise you get stuck. You know, and then you right. could probably write those off or give them. You know, use them as a contest gift or whatever. If you own a company, like hey, we're, here's a couple of tickets to the Cubs game or the Jim Gaffigan show or whatever it is you're doing. Yeah, you're right though. I just I hate the concept of it. It just sucks so bad. It's so unfair because it's like, like. I, I just don't understand how you're able to do it legally. It doesn't make sense to me how you you can't do it outside the theater. Then you're a criminal, but you can do it and charge double the the thirty seconds after the the ticket price. You know the ticket the door closes on buying tickets. Do you do they necessarily charge double, or is it like depending on how many people want it, then the price goes up or something like that? I mean, I don't even know how I mean, that works. Really, what do you mean? Like, uh, can they just say, "Hey, this fifty dollar ticket is now one fifty? Or do they have to go? Well, it's not them though. So, so the the, the Chicago theater sell is the, the 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 venue, right? The tickets. No, no, no. $56. I mean, whoever's like on that website selling it, whatever StubHub employer or person that's going through that that thing, can they set the price that high, or or is it like something where? And I'm just because I haven't used this much. Or, or like you're bidding, like, I'm bidding against you, like yeah, eBay. No, yeah, like no, eBay. Type. It's not like that. No, it's it's it literally. It'll give you a map of the the place, and it'll say if you want four tickets together, this is the only place you're going to get them is right in this area, and this is what the cost is. So if you want to buy tickets like four, it's going to be more expensive because uh-huh. you have to lock out four spots, and there might only be two other tickets in that spot. Is it because StubHub is just the go through? Yeah, I, I mean, you know I what I mean. StubHub is not the one doing it. That's just the conduit. No, StubHub is the one doing it. Well, but I mean, Stubbacks. like on on paper, through ticket brokers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the, 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 to me, a t- the ticket broker is the the biggest. Like sleaze. the company named StubHub is not buying these tickets just to dumb it down. No, for people me. are you know, selling yeah, them right, through right. StubHub. It's just like a conduit. Right, so, right, 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 yeah. right. But I mean, it, it, it's just, and I hate to say it's unfair because I, my kid says that, and I go, "Oh, life's unfair." <laughs> right. But, you know what I mean? It's unfair. It's 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 yeah it's just crummy. I miss the good old days of when you wanted a ticket, you had to go to Carson Perry Scott in Woodmar, right? And you had to go upstairs in Woodmar and, stand Carson, in a huge and you had line. to stand in line with a bunch of people, and you could always tell who was going on sale when you went to Carson's because you could see like whoever the people look like. You know what I mean? Right. If it was all like a bunch of like you knew it was Ninety Snails or Marilyn Manson, <laughs> if it was a bunch of like goth kids waiting, you go, oh, it's a goth show. Well, like all the shows that I, I went that. to growing up were like 
at the Fireside Bowl or like these, you know, you could see smaller like, venues. You yeah. see the Vandals for like ten bucks still yeah. ten years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or the bands that I like, you could like you could still see a Fugazi show right now for probably thirteen dollars. Well, I had to wait in line for bigger shows, but I mean, it was still like you had to physically go, and it, it, and then they started doing a lottery system. Like, say there was thirty people there, then whatever number you got, you were the. Say, and depicted where you were in the line and yes. get your tickets. Like if you were the eighth person and you won the lottery, then you were eighth and everybody behind you was uh, sequentially right. after you. So that was still, we'd have to get more people to go so we could eat up and we'd have mm. to like space it out. Like I'd go, wait till two or three people went and then you'd go two or three. You know, it's, you had to gap it out and that was like the beginning of it. Well, that's the fairest way to do it. Really, but at least we had to, it. some skin in the game. We had to get up yeah. early you know, from being like partying kids, well, the thing you had to get is, up early and go to there. If you have, if you have a, a a show happening at the Chicago Theater, you had only people in Chicago land buying vying for those tickets. Right. Right now, what it is is these national groups buy up. They yeah. could be in L.A. buying tickets for the Chicago show, and they're just putting them on the internet. They don't. They don't physically need to be in Chicago. You know what I mean? Did I tell you about when me and my buddy Carl bought tickets? Me and my buddy Carl bought tickets to, to go see Louis C.K. Well, he's a, he's a yeah, guy that so. he used to Maybe. go to Carson's with me and do all that. And uh, he's one of the guys who would wait in line with us back in the day. Well, he he lives a little farther away now. He says, dude, I'm coming to town. I, I, I go see Louis C.K. I've seen like 13 times. Like I'm, I go to all these shows. Let's go do it. Uh, and I'll be there on this day and let's go. And I say, okay, I'm good. He's like, okay, I'll get tickets. Okay, cool. We'll see you there. Turns out like he didn't get tickets, but don't worry, he's going to get tickets. And I'm like, well, how are you going to get them? I think he's going to go on StubHub or one, you know, one of these things. No, no, no. And he says, I'm going to go on Craigslist and get him. And I was like, dude, the only thing you can get on Craigslist is VD or get robbed. I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, No, no, dude, trust me. I do it all the time. I, I, dude, I, I go, I go to 72 shows a summer, bro. Like I, and every ticket's bought on, it's bought on Craigslist. He says, I always do this. I always do this. Okay. Okay. All right, fine. Let's do it. Then he's we're doing phone tag throughout half the day. Oh, this guy's gonna be here. He's oh he's by the horseshoe casino. Let's meet him there. Oh no, he actually has to go back to the city. And I was like, no, tell him to wait at the horseshoe. That's in Hammond. We'll we'll go. We'll get him right now. Oh, we we gotta meet in Chicago. It's getting crunch time. Like we gotta get there. Next thing you know, we're we're on the south side by uh, like we're we're like on the south side of Chicago by Comiskey, um, kinda. And with the area we're in, it's not not the greatest area. This guy's oh he's supposed to be in like a, he's supposed to be in a, a BMW at this gas station and I'm like dude yeah okay I keep like I say crawl come on dude this is like like my radar is going crazy I'm like this n- the every excuse he's giving you on the phone nothing's adding up it's just it doesn't sound right I can't believe the guy's even still playing the game on the phone I just wouldn't pick up oh he's he's oh dude trust me dude this is how I mean come on what do you want to do it's last minute I'm like yeah because it's last minute because this is this is your plan you know so we get to this gas station I'm looking out for this car and I said listen. I'm going to park across the street, okay? And because he doesn't know what we're in, I'm going to park across the street and I'm going to wait. And if I see that dude's car, then we'll know, okay? Then we'll know he's there and maybe it's legit. Who knows? But at least I ain't walking up to some kind of trap in South Chicago. Right. Um, Which so, is always what's going to be happening. Yes. We don't see the car. So we pull in. He grabs something from the gas station or whatever. And he says, oh, the guy says he's here. I see this dude walk around from this from behind the gas station by himself. He looks like... One of Dave Chappelle's characters, like making fun of like a bum. He he looks at it, but he had like he had what tried to look like clean clothes on top, like a suit jacket type thing. But his shoes, like do you remember in the wire when he's like, when the dude is pretending to be a homeless guy undercover? Yeah. I forget. He didn't like, have the vials on his. You gotta have them dead soldiers, man. Right. You gotta have dead soldiers and broken vials. He looked like that, except for shoes were so bunk, dude. He had the crummiest <laughs> pairs of shoes on. 
And my buddy gets out of the car and he's talking to him. He's like, yeah, man, so these tickets are good. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're good. And the guy's looking around. He's holding like a, a, a satchel. And I'm just like, dude, this is – radar is going off. And I keep saying, no, Carl, this – but once he's out of the car, I don't tell him no. I just – Right. I had been saying it up to this point. So he gets out. He's talking to this guy. He's talking to this guy like, oh, yeah, it's all good. It's good. And the guy's looking around. It's, this is so fucking fishy. So I had to say something. And I'm, I'm driving the car and I look out and I say, hey, man, where, where's your BMW at? Where's that car at? Huh? Like, obviously, he wasn't the one on the phone, probably, right. so he had no idea. Like, you said you were in a BMW. Where's it at? Did you park it? Behind the gas station or something? <laughs> no, 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 man. And my buddy cuts me off. No, dude, dude, he's... No, he works security. My buddy's paranoid. He's always... He doesn't trust anybody. He's cynical. I go, I'm just saying, like, I, I thought you had a car, man. I was just wondering. That's what you said. No, I don't know. He says, like, he shushes me. No, it's good. Gives the guy money, takes the tickets. Dude, you're about to blow this totally great deal. <laughs> Gives the yeah right yeah don't step on this transaction I'm making so he gives if we don't guy, get to see Louis C.K. it's gonna be on you gives the guy the money gets the tickets guy disappears just like uh like 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 in, again like in half bake when they pull out a joint Snoop Dogg just appears out of nowhere <laughs> they just guy disappeared that way we we start driving and we go to Chicago theater and the whole time he's looking, he's like I don't know about these tickets man I, I'm not sure and I'm not looking at him because I'm just driving and I was like would you dude we better be sure. I'm not. I'm starting to get worried. We start googling what should these tickets look like. We finally get to the Chicago theater. Sure enough, hundred percent made up. Just they're just bogus, bogus tickets. And I think did they um, have like a, a bar on them, like a scan bar? Or? I, they, they didn't. They weren't the worst tickets I've ever seen. They certainly were not. I mean, the when best. you do printed tickets, it's hard to tell because the ones that uh, that we had for the Cubs game were were, were pretty crappy. They didn't look. Yeah, you don't know. That, yeah. So I think I don't know. I think he was. This point, I think we bought them for like a hundred, hundred fifty each, something like that. I can't what? remember. I can't remember each. Yeah, it was like we we're at least a couple hundred bucks in. And we get there and it was nothing. We went to see some doctor, somebody. We went. And oh yeah, we yeah. ended up going to, to Zany's, anyways. Doctor Bill, uh, I forget what it's. Zany Boombots, yeah. something like he's an older doctor. Yeah, so it was it was good, but the whole point of that story is don't buy tickets off Craigslist. <laughs> but it was just so funny because I told him like, hey man, where's your car at? Like, and I said, hey, look at Doctor Bill Miller. Look at this dude. And there you go. I was like, look at this dude's bum ass shoes. And it's like, nah, nah. No, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We finally get the tickets. Too it's dug like, in, man. And then it's like, dude, I'm going to need that money for that ticket, bro. So then we had an entire month-long debacle. Of like, well, how much do I owe you, bro? I tried to warn you. But so, um, yeah, but it was just so funny. And then I, I found the tickets in, in like some garbage in my car recently. It says a different venue, different artist. <laughs> it says like uh, 21 Pilots United Center or some shit. Like it, it wasn't even, it wasn't even the same. So I just remember telling my buddy, I was like, you, you, next time you decide to get drunk and broker a deal at Craigslist Southside You didn't Chicago, make him pay you for don't. those? What's that? You didn't, you, you didn't hold him responsible? No, I split it with him because he was out the money. You know what I mean? It was a tough thing. We went back and forth. For I for about a month, I was like, no, nah, dude, you're eating that because you did it. And then I go, well, this dude is he's out all this money. Yeah, but but if he would have bought them when you told him to originally like you thought he was going to, how you know... Right, but I just felt I was compl- I was involved. You know what I mean? Be- be- you didn't physically pull him away from the guy. Well, because I was the one driving, not the one doing the transaction. I still felt I was on the hook for some of it. You know what I mean? Because then we went out and we spent a bunch more money, and so I was like, all right. Uh, before we wrap up, you have anything you want to uh, plug? Anything coming up? Your band playing mm-hmm. anything? Yeah, we're playing a Wild Rose, but I think that's in 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 early April. I'll have to plug that next week when I get the exact date. Um, geez, I saw some cool stuff on Netflix and HBO, but if you're not watching HBO crashing, you should be because it's a really, really funny show. Now you're going with the double release. 
I said really, very, really very, funny. and then you backed off on your. It's a really, solo really podcast. funny show. I think. I think the first when I backed off on my podcast, I think I said it really, really great. Well, here, this is funny. And really, really great seems like it should be reserved first, but it is really, really funny. What you guys don't know after last the last podcast that me and Ben did, we tried to do another one, knowing I wasn't going to be here, and I went on this long diatribe about how I cannot stand Pete Holmes, <laughs> and, oh, or, yeah, and and TJ Miller, and. <laughs> uh this was before I saw the first episode of Crashing. So since then, I've seen three episodes of Crashing. And I like T.J. Miller in shows. I just don't like his stand-up. But I will tell you that Crashing is probably the best thing going right now, in my opinion. It's, it's great. It's show, right? It's great. It's not um, just funny. It's like it's got heart. Like It's got good acting for a silly show. I'm rooting for Pete Holmes, who I've I've hated since the first time I've heard him. But go. I actually like him now. Oh, I, need a ben, uh, I need a Ben was right buzzer. I, you know what? There was a sound. I, it does not happen very often. <laughs> but but you, you were right. Now, you, you hadn't seen the show before. We talked about it. You were just seeing in general. You were I just seen arguing his, I just for, seen his stand-up and his college humor yeah, bits or whatever. I still watched the stand-up. I wasn't, I wasn't having it. But, oh, but, well. uh, but I wonder if... You saw it before knowing, like, I just don't like this guy's I mean, face. You might not hate his face as much now. And so it may be easier to watch. Maybe. But I think one of the, it's funny because in one of the episodes, uh, the T.J. Miller one, where uh might be the, the, the last one, he asked T.J. Miller how he did on stage. And he's like, oh, I like it. He's like, you make the, you have that stupid smile on your face whether a joke hits or doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And I think that was great because that's sort of the. It's like, true. Yeah. yeah. Like whether it bombs always out, sort just, of looking. That's kind of. <laughs> Yeah, and, and what's funny is that like I don't think that's an act. Maybe he might ham it up a bit, but I think that's just right. how he kind of his face. Yeah, it's just how he is. That's his I resting, think he, I think resting he, smile face. He likes being up there. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think he just likes it. He goes, "This is a good time," and no, so his face just shows it. It's absolutely a great show. So I, I would encourage anyone, especially you yeah, know, there's a lot of these shows out there where like stand-up comedians get shows about their loosely based on their experience. Um, and I don't know if this is how close this is to. Him. I heard yeah, him. I, on, I heard him on Marin. He was saying it's it's a bit of a departure because you know Judd Apatow has a lot to do with it. And his, I don't know, he, the thing with his wife and stuff too. I don't know if some guy named Leaf came in and no, people, it did, I mean? but but I mean he had a divorce, but he said it didn't go down like that. <laughs> yeah. But regardless, right? Um, a lot of the, I, this is one of the better ones. So I, I, I'm 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 signing on with you mm-hmm. on that. Anything else? Leftovers is coming back, and uh, still don't know what that is. Di- oh yeah. Oh, did you watch? How, Dave you, does you, not know. He doesn't know leftovers exists. I got three minutes. Did you watch Garcia Thurman? I uh, did not watch it the night of because I just couldn't figure out my stupid cable <laughs> I couldn't box. Turn on channel two. I don't have. I can't just turn on channel two. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard of. Go I back don't to have an antenna TV. I don't have uh, like a. Bo- oh, I do have a box, but. Whatever I was doing, some home painting For crap all like that. that. Did yes, it was as great as it as I anticipated. I watched it was going to be. like on the next day on YouTube, people were posting entire rounds, mm-hmm. so I watched almost all of it like that. Did and do nothing did for you? Did thir- no, 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 it was a good fight. Um, I don't know. I've never seen them two box before, but were their styles as different as I thought they were? Yeah, totally. I mean, Garcia seemed very like tucked in and a little more technical and defensive, and like mm-hmm. jab, jab, throw. Thurman came in and looked like he was throwing punches from his waist and just would windmill all the way around. And like, if those suckers landed, geez. I, yeah, I think uh, th- this was like, it was like one of those, uh, you know, both guys have, have impeccable no losses. And this was one of those fights where it was just going to be like, these you guys have been built up so good, huh? bi- Oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely great. I mean, the only a lot of people would be like, "Well, it wouldn't be. It would only be great if someone got knocked Decision. out conscious or yeah. whatever." But, well. but for a person who really enjoys boxing, this was like a total chess match. No, did you forth. agree with the outcome? Yeah, 
I, in fact, that's how I, I had it. I was, I would have said, no, I would have it? said a unanimous decision, but it ended more up being a split decision. Yeah, but either way, from what I, I, I saw, he happier. certainly seemed more aggressive. And Paul, he seemed like he came came was bringing it the fight more. Agreed. So. Pauli Malignaggi fought the same day he lost, and he is effectively retired as of today. Done again for now. He's done. He he's never been retired. He is he is retired at this point. Oh really? He's slowed down and, and contemplated like eh, you know, but no, he's officially retired. He is a, he's a he's a uh, a commentator for Showtime anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but mm-hmm. um, so for anybody that that uh, that I told to watch that fight, I if if you didn't like that, then we I I feel like you're that's boxing just not going to be your thing. But well, unless you like you said the people that want to see the big knockout, right? Which everybody kind of does. You want to see somebody oh, get yeah. caught. It doesn't. But if they don't, the you can still appreciate the slipping, sure. slipping shots, and for sure. All right. Well, that is episode one forty six of the Hey My Man podcast. We will see you next week. Later. Well, my